Hi, lovey. Welcome to the Coming Out Gold podcast. I'm Coach Tammy, a life coach and strategist determined to encourage, empower, and equip women so they can live the lives they were meant to live before the world told them they weren't enough. Once you shake off the sack of shoulds you've been handed, you'll be ready to embark on a journey where you start creating the life of your dreams. It's time for you to step into your power, break up with false narratives, and learn how to come out gold. And I'll be here to walk with you every step of the way. Hello, lovies, and welcome back to the Coming Out Gold podcast. This is Coach Tammy, and I am here for episode 35. Now, last week, I confessed it was a bit of a soapbox moment. I really wanted to address the issue that we can't walk around feeling offended by everything someone says, does, thinks, or feels. We can't. It's not cool. There's nothing cool about it, people. There's nothing cool about it. Well, today, I honestly, I just needed to have a really honest, honestly, I really wanted to have an honest, that seems redundant. That's, that shows you the state of where my brain is right now. Baked. It is baked. I wanted to have a real conversation about where I am in life and some challenges I've been facing. And I always want to peel back the curtain and be vulnerable with you because I don't ever want this podcast to be a oh, let me show you how to do it all because I'm so good. I want it to be more of a come with me because I need some help to to get the mess straightened out. People, I need some help. We're in this together and we've got to lock arms and do this. Well, last week when I talked about the spirit of offense, I gave you some tips and that was for whatever you were facing in your life. If there are areas in your life where you were feeling offended, I wanted you to just take a minute and take a breath. And look at it for real, look at it without your emotions coloring the picture. And to ask yourself if you needed to have some hard conversations, if you needed to get clarity on something so that you would drop that offense and understand better where a person was coming from. And also if there was an area that perhaps you had disrespected, albeit unintentionally possibly, you get disrespected someone and you needed to apologize from that. I encouraged us to start telling the truth and to start creating space for others to do the same. I hope that the content of that episode really landed with you and that you took it to heart and you're finding ways to take that precious passion that you feel so strongly about and to lower your fist so that you can stop being so offended and start being a little more open-minded and welcoming to the others, to others that you invite into that narrative. Now today, I wanted to talk about where I am in life and some glory be some challenges I've had big time challenges. Recently, I took a new role at a local not-for-profit organization that I'm very excited about. They're passionate about all the things, and I am also passionate about all the things, so it's a perfect fit. And with that said, it's also the first time that I've worked outside the home in over a decade because I was working remotely long before 2020 made that a thing. As I record this, I have been in this new position for a grand total of, drumroll please, nine days. And yet it seems like a million, a million, y'all. I am not going to lie. The struggle is real. It has been real. And here's why. First of all, when you work remotely, especially for me that I work, I've worked remotely for over a decade, you, you kind of have your own pattern and rhythm about the way around the way you move through life, right? 
So for years, I've had a very set schedule that I used to manage what was an overwhelming workload at my previous position with also like, you know, all my adulting stuff I have to do, like laundry and friendships and dishes and all those grown up things that we have to handle. And as my daughter reminded me earlier this week, I am just in a period of adjustment. I know this may seem super kooky for Cocoa Puffs, but do you know what I'm struggling the most with? Shoes. Shoes. Is that ridiculous? I haven't had to wear shoes all day, every day in over a decade. And my feet, they don't like them. They do not like shoes. They don't like them. They're so confining. I literally was like, whose idea was it to wear shoes? This is the dumbest thing. But oddly enough, when you're in an office with other people and you've got guests coming in and out all the time, it's considered socially inappropriate to not have shoes on your feet. Whatever, whatever. So that's been one of my struggles. The scheduling thing has been another big struggle. I mean, even since my kids were little, Wednesday was wash day, y'all. I'm just one of those people, if I can create systems and rhythms and they have some alliteration to help me remember, it's golden. Wednesday is wash day. Thursday is trash day. Monday has always been linen day. I know, no alliteration there, but Monday's always been the day I did all the linens. Well, since this whole get ready, put on real clothes and shoes, I can't with the shoe situation. Then pack a lunch, drive the car, get to work, do the work, go home, take the shoes off the second you walk through the door, if not the second you get in the car to drive home, and then to start doing it all again the next day. Well, by the end of the day, I am, as one would note earlier in this conversation, when I said something that made no sense, I'm kind of like done, brain dead, head, brain, nothing, and nothing's working. Again, I'm only nine days in as I record this. So it's been like, drinking from a fire hose, trying to learn a million bits of information so I can understand the work I'm doing and implement processes and procedures to make it better, create a strategy for the work that needs to happen while also establishing new relationships and being on all the time. Despite being an extrovert, which I for sure am, it's been a long time since I've had to be on all the time and it's exhausting. I mean, even for me who loves people and conversations and all the things, it's, it's a lot. So first of all, let me just say to you introverts out there, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that you have had to be in situations where you've had to be on all the time, all the time. I'm sorry for that. So here's where my struggle kind of comes in. When I walk through the door, the shoes, of course, are off. I'm stumbling into the kitchen, like some kind of zombie person unpacking my lunchbox so I can start dinner, so I can clean the things that were my lunchbox, repack my lunch for the next day, prepare my breakfast for the next day, do all the things. The thought of going to my desk to work on this podcast that I love with my whole heart and also doing things for my coaching business, it's left me teetering on the edge, on the edge, y'all, teetering, teetering. I've been telling myself, oh, you'll do it. You'll just have to get to it on the weekend. Like you can't do it today. You'll get to it on the weekend. You'll get to it on the weekend. You'll get to it on the weekend. But one, weekends are ridiculously short when you have to fit what you've used to been doing over seven days into two. So short. Can we please go to the four-day work week? America, can we please? And also by the time Friday hits, 
I am like sit in the corner rocking, wondering why this has been the work model for so many generations in our world. Why has it been the norm to leave your house and do the things? Thank you, industrial revolution. And it isn't that I don't love this new opportunity because I do. I'm so excited about it. And I'm excited to work with these people who are so passionate about the mission they're on. I'm excited to learn about the different areas where they serve in my own community. And I am beyond excited to meet so many others running not-for-profits near me and understand the work they're doing as well. I can't express to you enough the joy it gives me to be surrounded by passionate people who are making a difference in the world as they fight for equity for all people. I'm excited to be surrounded by people who look and think differently than I do and to learn from them. And also because, you know, I'm a firm believer in the end also life. I'm also struggling to juggle my passion for encouraging, empowering, and equipping women, which I walk out here on the podcast and with my coaching clients, because I don't want to give that up. It's what sets my soul on fire. And I want to record episodes and I want to write all the words and I want to talk to all the women. And now I'm having to learn how to do this alongside 40 plus hours of being away from my home office. Please hear me and know I'm not intending to complain. Like I sought this opportunity out. I needed this opportunity. I'm thrilled to have this opportunity. And also I fully realized I was spoiled to death by working at home without shoes and real clothes on for over a decade. I feel such compassion for those of you who have been doing this all along. It's hard and I'm learning that you have to pick and choose what you can fit into your day. All my previous systems and rhythms and processes that I had for each day, they're out the window, folks, out the window. They don't work anymore. And I'm just standing here with no choice but to accept that, accept the fact that I don't want to accept and start test driving some new ones. My time blocking task batching system isn't working at all because every day is different. And as the case with most new opportunities that we take on, those beginning days can often feel like we can't handle it all. We don't know. We're never going to learn it all. We don't understand it. I mean, I'll just be honest, y'all. It took me three days before I learned how to dial the phone. Three days. It's a nine. You dial nine. I've never had a phone yet to dial nine to get out. I've dialed pound. I've dialed one. But nine wasn't on my list of guesses. There's so much to learn and I love to learn, which is a good thing because there's so much of it to learn. And also I've got to manage all the other things like other people have done for decades. And again, I'll say, I understand I'm spoiled rotten, spoiled rotten. As with most opportunities, those beginning days often feel like drinking from a fire hose. Heaven knows I have been feeling like I was drinking from a fire hose. The first week was to put it mildly, breathtakingly brutal. And there were tears and panic attacks. There was a lot of it. I went into the first day of the second week deciding that, okay, Tammy, we're just gonna tackle three things a day, three tasks, that's all. If you do those three things, even though there's 30,000 things you need to learn, if you can just do those three things, I'll feel like I accomplished things. I'll feel like I made some progress and that that day was the win. Well, by the next day, I went from three to one. I had to lower it to one. And if I could master that one thing each day, then I could feel like a winner. 
as is the case, anytime we start something new and we move into a field that we've never been in before, I've never worked on a team that was a not-for-profit. So it's very different than the corporate world. It's very different from traditional business models in a great way, but it's just different. So for me, it's been like learning a foreign language while also not understanding any of the words they speak because it's a foreign language. I've had conversations individually with several of the team members there. And one of the questions I always ask is what's the most important thing you think I need to know? And shockingly, several of them have all said the same thing, which was be patient with yourself. There's a lot to learn and it's just going to take time. Well, anyone who knows me is laughing. They probably have fallen off their chair with laughter because they know that patience with myself, that's not a thing. It's not a thing. It's not a thing I'm good at. It's actually a thing I'm really bad at. I'm so bad at it. So I know that this is the lesson, right? This is what I'm here to get out of it. This is the real talk moment where the rubber meets the road and Tammy has to learn to start being patient with herself. In the morning, I'll start my third week at this place and I just have to pour grace on the table, not just the table, the whole, like the whole country is how big a pile of grace I need to pour. I have to practice patience with myself, which newsflash, remember, I stink at. In the past, when I've started new places, because they've been familiar and similar, it's just been a quick learn. I've grasped the information quickly and started moving on. Well, this new role is so complex. I don't know that I'll ever get to understand fully the plethora of parts and pieces that exist there. It's also been a real challenge for me internally, right? But that's about ego. And then I'm quadrupling down on the frustration I'm feeling with myself because of that. And then I judge myself and then I'm harsh with myself. And then it goes around in the circle and it's just a spiral that I can't get out of and doesn't get me any further towards being good at this position, at doing this work, about making a difference alongside all these other people who are already doing so. As I said, I'm about to move into week three of my new role, and I'm starting to feel a little more comfortable, despite also feeling like everything I know would fit in a thimble. I've decided this week I'm going to try a new way of managing it all and see if it sticks. By the way, in case you're new here, I like order and planning like the like a bear likes honey. I live and die by my planner, which is both digital and analog, because why have one planner when you could have 49? I'm a confessed complicator of simple things like toast. I own that. I own that. And so if you're here, welcome to Tammy's Complicating Toast Saga. I know that this episode's a little cheeky. I'm kind of poking fun at myself, but the reality is I'm preaching to myself here as I share my thoughts. What I know is life is both cyclical and seasonal. There's an ebb and flow, a push and pull to it all. If we're fully engaged in this crazy little thing called life, then we're constantly transforming, evolving, growing. This means we often find ourselves in in between places as we wait, or we get caught up in a tidal wave carrying us forward into a new season. And also we can be winding down from a season of chaos and feel our body sighing with relief. Life is all part of those, the beautiful, the broken, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. And it's up to us to wring every ounce of life out of our days here on earth. So for me, I'm going to try a new system while holding it super lightly and being willing to accept that some parts and pieces won't work. And even if some do for now, they might not next week when I tackle a different area. What's the point of all my rambling, you ask? I suppose per usual, I'm teaching the lessons I need to learn for me in this season of new and different in shoes. I'll have to let some things go. I have to let some things on my to-do list 
sit longer than normal or get wild and crazy and realize that they might not even make the list. Oh, makes my stomach hurt a little bit just saying that out loud. I'm going to have to accept that floors might not get vacuumed as often, and it might be possible to write an epic novel in the layer of dust on my furniture as I spend time learning my new role and taking care of the things that matter most. Heaven knows this is a season where my active core values have to become the filter through which every single little bitty thing gets sifted. And even then, from there, I've got to prioritize what I have the capacity to handle in this season and the grace to let myself not do all the things and sometimes just be. It's really about me finding permission to just be, which is really, really hard for me. I have to believe I'm not the only one that feels challenged by having to just be, by having to just sit in it. I just, I don't believe for one second that I'm, this is a unique situation to me. Although I will say, I get that the shoe rebellion I am feeling in my soul may absolutely be specific to me. As we navigate these seasons, one of the most important things we can remember is none of the choices we make in them are permanent. Most of them can be decisions that are made for just this season. And saying no to something now doesn't mean I have to say no to it for all eternity. That's kind of silly. Choosing to do things one way today doesn't mean I have to do it that way forever. Heavens, but I am preaching to my own choir here. I have got to peel my fingers back from the very structured schedule I've lived with for over a decade. Schedules have saved my life. Planning my responsibilities and setting recurring patterns for doing things have allowed me to create a cadence to my life, which allows my brain to better predict what's coming and remain in a more relaxed state of being. Since starting this new position and losing that cadence, my brain has been, well, let's just say, honestly, it's been freaking out. I feel like I'm constantly chasing my tail and trying to fit it all in, but I'm too tired to think clearly. And I end up feeling like I'm letting my life, especially the parts I've worked so hard to build up these last two years, go to hell in a bucket. Coaching women fills my soul, helping women see the awesomeness within themselves and coaching them through their challenges and helping them build awareness, recording these podcasts and being on other women's podcasts. They fill my cup in a way that was empty for so long. And honestly, I'm really good at it. I've been training to do this since I was in the womb and I've been blessed to see the tips and tricks that I share with others make a huge impact in their lives. I don't want to lose that. I don't want those things to slip through the cracks. As a person who is very much an all in kind of person to the detriment of my soul in full transparency, having to pick and choose what I can do each day, it is testing me. It's testing my beliefs. It's testing my value systems. I'm really having to make some hard decisions. And yes, this has upset my apple cart to be certain. It's also a beautiful thing. I have the opportunity to have an even bigger impact with the work I'm doing now. I have the opportunity to walk with others doing work to make this world a better place. It's just different. It's new. There are unknowns and changes. It can feel overwhelming at times. And also this is my one beautiful life. And though I don't always know where the twist and turns this journey is taking me on, I would rather be living in that than sitting on the sidelines waiting for the quote unquote right time to dive in. I'm conservative by nature and super cautious. And also I feel this desire burning within me to go on some grand adventure. I want to leave a positive mark on the world, but I want that right now more than I want to hold on to my own schedule 
and rhythms. And so the real talk is I'm going to put on real clothes and makeup. And yes, I'm even going to put on the shoes and I'm going to step out of my carefully curated world with my systems and processes. And I'm going to step into a tidal wave of opportunity that I hope will carry me into a season I can't even imagine right now. So for those of you who are in a season of change, perhaps your job just changed or a family situation has, or your health is causing limits to your life. May I offer you the same advice I'm giving to myself today. Legitimately, I am doing this daily. I'm so serious about it that I wrote it on an index card so I could say it at the start of every day. And even if you don't share my beliefs, I think it's a great agreement we could make with ourselves as we step into the world. And it's as simple as one, two, three. I offer my willingness today. I choose to share my gifts and talents with the world. May I be fully who I was created to be with each step I take. One, two, three, offer my willingness, share my gifts, and be fully me. That's my real talk, Tammy time. I'm choosing to show up and use what I have and embrace and share the fullness of who I was created to be. If all of us showed up in this way in the world, it would be a different place. It would be a place where everyone could engage with others in reasonable, kind ways with compassion and empathy and love. And it would free us all up to embark on the real mission we're put on earth to fulfill, the job we're here to do, the talent and skills and gifts we're here to share. What a gift that would be to this world. I want to see the next generation live in that kind of world. I can't do that by myself. I'm still over here struggling with my shoes, right? But I can show up today, letting go of what has been, taking hold of what is to be and finding a new way through to the other side. And I get to do it bit by bit, choice by choice, day after day. I will adjust my patterns and rhythms, my systems and processes. They're going to adjust. It's just a season. The author James Clear has a quote that really hits home with this. And it says, most big, deeply satisfying accomplishments in life take at least five years to achieve. This can include building a business, cultivating a loving relationship, writing a book, getting in the best shape of your life, raising a family and more. Five years is a long time. It's much slower than most of us would like. If you accept the reality of slow progress, you have every reason to take action today. If you resist the reality of slow progress, five years from now, you'll simply be five years older and still looking for a shortcut. I'm a firm believer that our success comes more in the no's we're willing to say so we can make room for the right yeses to happen. As we navigate seasons like I'm in right now, we've got to get good at saying no. We have to be strong in our commitment to give attention to what matters most. And yes, we have to do that, even if it means we say no to things that really matter. We have to be hypervigilant about setting boundaries and maintaining them. Maintaining healthy boundaries will see us through every situation. Protecting our peace and getting enough rest is also so key. Just the permission to be instead of do will make a great difference in this season. Basically, we all need to do whatever is in our power to be our best selves and then just lean into the possibilities surrounding what we can't control. I understand again that that can feel very scary and change often is, but it can't be a roadblock that prevents you from moving towards the direction of your dreams. Let's engage in the possibilities and embrace what could be so we can embark on what just may be the greatest adventure of our lives. Lovey, whatever you're facing during the season, take a breath. Be willing to show up there in that moment. Be bold in offering your gifts and talents and be confident in sharing the full, amazing woman you are with this world. 
And if this world is going to be all it can be, it's going to take all of us linking arms and doing this together. Thank you so much for listening to the Coming Out Gold podcast with me, Coach Tammy. I hope you enjoyed our time together today and learned something you can take action on to live a better story and that you will come back next week for another episode. As always, check out the show notes below for the links to my social media platforms, as well as the link to my website where you can check out the blog version of the podcast. If you're looking for a coach and are ready to make some real changes in your life, head to my website at rscoachandstrategist.com to book a free discovery call. And if you enjoyed this, episode, please consider leaving it a review and sharing it with friends on social. Be sure to tag me though, so I can say thank you for helping grow our community here. Now go be the superhero of your own story because the world needs the awesomeness that only you bring. It's your time to come out gold.